3: minimum of 4 lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due $35 per line connection charge applies ctmobile.com good morning yeah 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 it's time to wake up it's 5 We're live.
4: Oh, is this thing on? I don't care. I want him to hear. This is the pregame
3: show. Your early morning shot of sports on 95.7 The Game. Come on! Oh,
5: yes. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This is the pregame show. I am your host this morning, Joe Spadoni. We got an hour. We got... Warriors Clippers going down to the wire. Clippers end up kind of controlling that fourth but Stephen Curry. My god, we'll get into his performance. 50 for Steph last night as again the Golden State Warriors fall to the Los Angeles Clippers. Warriors now 7 and 27 on the road. And I'm not, you know, I'm not mad at the loss. If I'm a fan last night, yeah, the road woes suck. Yeah. You never want to lose to Kawhi, Paul George, Russell, Westbrook. You don't want to lose to that team. But I think the way they lost has me more encouraged than discouraged, and I'll explain more in detail as the show goes on. 888-957-9570, 888 So we'll react to that. We'll react to why load management in the NBA has gone too far. I'll explain that. We have sound from Peter King, who joined Willard and Dibs yesterday. On Sam Darnold and why he thinks a certain starter last year for the 49ers should be the starter come week one. So we'll get into that. Bob Myers joined Stiney and Goo for the executive show as he does every other week on that show. Him and Zaza Petrulia, But Bob Myers spoke yesterday, spoke about Wiggins, spoke about the future, his future with the team. So a lot to get into, but we'll start with the game last night. hello Twitch, hello YouTube, hit me up on Twitter, at Spadoni (whistles) underscore Joe, give me a follow, and hit that subscribe button, and be sure to download that Odyssey app. Hey, I was driving in this morning, and I get a text, my alarm, I set it for 340, and I get like a little 10 minute, 8 minute snooze button there, then I get up, check my phone, and it's Sam Lubman. I was like, okay, Sam gets up usually at the same time. Maybe he's just asked me to get some sound or something for him. No. There is a accident on the Bay Bridge, and they are down to one lane after Treasure Island, so probably want to leave now. I was like, well, thank you for telling me, Sam Lubman, producer extraordinaire for the Morning Roast and garlic fries and baseball guys. So I did that, about 20 minutes on the bridge, and then right after Treasure Island, they just did open it up to three lanes there, so... If you're driving in from the East Bay, driving on the Bay Bridge, just be prepared for some delays. It's not fun. I understand that. Unfortunately, it was a huge accident. I heard it was a there was a fatality involved. So again, some things are bigger than sports, bigger than life, and uh, not something you want to wake up to. So unfortunately for all those driving in from the East Bay... There will be delays on the Bay Bridge. You can count on that. 888-957-9570. Just drive safe out there. Drive safe and be sure to download that Odyssey app for any traffic needs, as well as your sports and all that sort of stuff. YouTube, hello, up and running. Appreciate all of you chiming in there. I just want to know your thoughts on what you saw last night. 888-957-9570. Steve Kerr on how we felt about the game and the final result. Here's Steve.
2: I'm actually not frustrated. I loved our effort. Our guys were connected, came out and battled. I thought the Clippers played a great game, 30 assists and seven turnovers, shot the lights out from three, You know, made 16 threes. Their offensive rebounding was a huge factor in the game, but that's especially with our roster the way it is right now with missing a lot of key guys were vulnerable on the glass. So I just thought the Clippers played a great game. I love the way our guys played. They hung in there. Steph was just sublime. That was Incredible to watch him play tonight. It was a great game. We just
5: came up short. Just came up short. That is exactly what the Warriors did last night. Steph Curry. My goodness. Can we just get into that stat line just a little bit? Man. 20 of 28, 8 of 14 from beyond the arc. So I hate plus minus. I understand he was on the court when they were losing and stuff like that. But minus 11, that's why, again, hate that stat. But I get it you want to use it, you want to use it. But 50 points for Stephen Curry. My goodness. He was hitting shots yesterday. That one towards the end of the third quarter when the Clippers were ended, they were trying to go up. I think it was a nine or eight point lead. And it was a huge swing because the Clippers had just hit a three. It felt like they were getting a lot of momentum going into that fourth quarter. And Steph, he drives down and makes the most ridiculous one-handed layup I have ever seen in my life. It was ridiculous. He was falling down and lifts it up like it was a prayer. But for Stephen Curry, it wasn't. It wasn't. He just he flips these things in like you'd never see in this league. Like What we are witnessing from Stephen Curry, just, I know. I'm talking to a lot of Warriors fans here, and you're like, oh, we've heard this before. Oh, yeah, be appreciative. No, be appreciative of what you're seeing from Stephen Curry. He just turned 35. He's getting up there. This might be the last dance for the Warriors. We don't know. Andrea Godala seemingly out for, well, he's out indefinitely. Fractured left wrist. So that might be all she wrote for Andrea Godala in his career in the NBA. So just be appreciative when guys do some crazy stuff like this.
4: Gets the paintball knocked away. Curry gets it back.
5: Stumbles. Flipped it up from the face plant. Knocked it down. 1.9 to go. Long pass to man. Man traveled. No call. Takes a jumper. No good. Curry makes it a two possession game. That was a huge play, momentum wise. It felt like the Clippers were just, you know, they keep getting these big threes, but then Curry answers. He kept answering. He had back to back threes there on the fourth, where it was just a huge. Momentum killer for the Clippers. They just couldn't quite pull away until they finally did towards the end there. And it kind of felt like a playoff atmosphere, did it not? I know it's not the Lakers, it's the Clippers, but listen, the Clippers, remember, I said this a couple weeks ago. The Clippers after they traded for John Wall in the pre before the season started were the odds on favorite to win the NBA title. Now they've been struggling. That trade for Russbrook. Seems like it's finally paying off a little bit, maybe. I'd still have my doubts come playoff time when push comes to shove. I think he's going to make more losing plays than winning, but that's just me. He made some winning plays last night on the glass and for second-chance points. But as it stands, it was just a fun game. It was an absolutely fun game. What were your thoughts at 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570? From the 415 extended mobile text line, Five one oh check that. What I noticed from last night was when the game was ending, Curry looked frustrated and dejected while others were smiling and laughing. Poole and Draymond specifically. Seems like Curry is the only one who takes losing hard. Interesting. It's a very, very interesting point. I didn't get that sense, but listen, Draymond, he's smiling stuff like that. That's gonna be the biggest what if, right? Is he gonna go? Is he not? Is he gonna stay? We're going to find out, but it's hard for me to judge a athlete's emotions when they're out there on the floor. We did this with Jimmy G when he was smiling on the sideline in the NFC Championship game. I'm not, I'm not here to be the body language expert, if you know what I'm saying. I'm not that guy. I wish I could be. I wish I could be like one of those FBI investigators where I could read the person's body language. <laughs> that guy's lying. If I was, then I'd be getting paid a lot more money. But I'm here to talk to all of you. I'm not an FBI investigator. I don't read body language for a living, so I'm not about to dissect the smilings of a Draymond Green and a Jordan Poole. And Steph is taking these hard. He is. Because this is the second time now in the last couple weeks where he had a phenomenal game. I'm going back to OKC. We had 40 points, but they lost there. And he had 50 tonight, and it's in a loss. It does feel like a waste to some extent. It does. It does feel like a waste. Now, going back to what Steve Kerr said... You know, the final result is what it is. It's another L ultimately, but it's not like in the standings yesterday, you took that much of an L. A lot of the teams that you're jostling against, they all lost. Lakers lost, right? T-Wolves, Mavericks, Thunder. Warriors are doing just fine still. Now, you don't want to flirt with that plan. You don't want to flirt with it. You're only a game up on the T-Wolves. I understand the tiebreak, so really you're up two games. Don't want to flirt with that. You absolutely do not want to flirt with the danger. I understand, but what I've seen from the Warriors' play as of late, as it pertains against really good teams—Bucks, Suns, albeit without Giannis and Kevin Durant, respectively—and then the Kawhi and the Clippers last night, Paul George—they had all their dudes. Kawhi was cooking. He did his thing. He looked like playoff Kawhi. We didn't see that a couple weeks ago. This. It, feel, it felt like last night, and you could see it in the stat line with Kawhi Leonard, 10 of 19, 30 points for him. He was sensational on both ends of the floor. But it felt like that was a game that the Clippers circled after losing to a Stephen curry Dubs team a few weeks ago, In which uh, the day after I declared the Warriors to be the team to beat in the West. And I still do. But you feel like that they circled this game like, no, we can't lose this. We can't lose this game. And every time Stephen Curry was hitting a big shot... Clippers answered, and vice versa. And it was just a fun match. You just needed someone else other than Steph to kind of step up. Right? Jordan Poole, okay. Good shooting night. 6 of 11. 3 of 5 from beyond the arc. Got to the line a little bit. That was the problem. Couldn't get to the line. Gotta attack the paint. 11 of 15 from the free throw line. Compared to 26 of 32 for the Clippers. Clippers are attacking the paint. And that's what teams are going to do come playoff time against the Warriors. So, when Steph goes off for 50, you need someone else to step up. Klay Thompson, wasn't his night last night. 15 points. Dante, okay, 10 points. You usually take it from him. Draymond, 8 points. Michael Green, solid. 7 points for him. at solid. Kaminga, 8. But it was basically just Stephen Curry willing that team. And he almost did. He almost did but not quite. Here's Steph after the game talking about doesn't want credit about understanding
0: I don't care about the credit, it's more me understanding how to leverage the shooting ability and the attention that you get on that, you know, out on the perimeter to use counters and get in the paint and be able to finish all different type of ways dealing with contact, whether calls go your way or not, still gotta find a way to score, so it's just finding a balance of doing both, because I know I can shoot the ball well from anywhere out there, and teams are gonna try to take it away, so you gotta have counters and be efficient at it, it helps I gotten stronger to be able to take that contact and and, and again, be extremely efficient inside of the three-point line, too.
5: Yeah, you'll listen. Steph, he wasn't uh, trying to be all the guy like, uh, yeah, I scored 50, man, but I wish my other... No, Steph's never going to be that guy after the game. He'll take responsibility for the L no matter what. 50 points? It's tough. You don't think he wanted his teammates to help out a little bit more? Absolutely. You don't think these L's are going to be starting to magnify even more? I mean, we we see it, so they feel it. 10 times that. So Steph is starting to feel it too. It's frustrating. It's very frustrating. But I feel like they've turned a corner a little bit, even with the loss. Maybe I'm wrong. Are you more encouraged or discouraged about the Warriors' chances come playoff time? Let me know. 888-957-9570. 888 Are you more encouraged or discouraged from that loss last night? I understand the cynic in me wants to say, Spidoni they took an L. Who cares what happens? They're 7-27 on the road, and they're barely holding on to a playoff spot over a play-in spot. Well, that's true. But on the other side, I feel like I've actually seen a championship level the last few games. And maybe that's naive. Maybe I should look back into that Bucks game without Giannis, in which the Warriors were down eight with two minutes to go, and probably should have lost that game. Probably goes to overtime and they win it. They haven't fared well in overtime at all. Actually, historically, in Stephen Curry's warrior career. They won that game against the Suns. Handled business in the first. They led wire to wire throughout. Then last night, they looked good in the first, but then they were down. Looks good in the second, still down. Then third, and then finally, they were kept creeping in, creeping in, but credit to the Clippers. They were answering all night. They were answering. Kawhi Leonard took a lot of flack. Me and Shasky were here on the crossover, and he'll join me at 545, and I'll get his thoughts. But he took a lot of flack on this show because he did look old and washed a few weeks ago at Chase Center. Looked good last night. Looked pretty good last night. Here's Stephen Curry on how they performed during the game.
0: There's periods in the game where we foul too much. Tonight is offensive rebounds. They gave them plenty of second chances. They're already a talented team. What Kawhi and PG can do offensively, especially. So if you give them extra opportunities, it's never going to be a good thing. They had 16 offensive rebounds, and they got to the free throw line 32 times. Our 15, like we're undersized. I think based on guys that are out, so you have to play bigger than than what our stature is, and we just didn't put together enough of the stretch of that. Where I think we defensively played good enough, as crazy as it sounds, just when you foul and they get easy free throws or easy points at the free throw line and then you give offense rebounds and kick out threes and stuff like that
5: it's it's tough on the road no matter how well you play on the other end it's tough on the road no matter what and the arena formerly known as Staples center hasn't always been kind and by the way we are locked and loaded on youtube hit me up there if you want to join the chat i think it was having some technical difficulties earlier but again go ahead and hit me up there if you have any questions good morning james on the chat, appreciate you chiming in. Are you more discouraged or encouraged from that loss last night? 888-957-9570, 9570 415 from the Xfinity Mobile text sign. Encouraged for sure, but we need to wait, wait, wait to wear wigs is on the floor last night to win that game. Wait, 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 wait. Is that like a new Rihanna song that I'm not worried about? It's always hit or miss when I go to these texts. And go to the YouTube chat. You got to know what you're getting into first. You you kind of try to read before you say it on the air. But it's tough. It's kind of hard to vet these people. I understand. You guys are driving around. You guys are in their car texting. There's autocorrect. I miss T9, by the way. Can you still put that on your iPhone? The predictive text? God, I was so fast in that in 7th and 8th grade and through high school. The predictive text. T9. Ever ask someone what that is and you'll know their age specifically. They're either a millennial or they're not. The T nine R I P four one five. We also need to play to keep his killer instinct that he had. One step we need Killa Clay. Yeah, Clay wasn't great last night. Let's just put the route on the table. Shout out Daryl the Guru Johnson. He wasn't great. Didn't have a good shooting night. That happens. Steph had an amazing night. There you go. Sometimes that just happens. It wasn't his night. Shooter shoot doesn't go down. I'm not here to be mad at Clay Thompson. Although I know these games, and they're going to hurt a lot more whenever you take a loss heading down the stretch here. It's tough. I understand. There's 12 more of these things to go. Only 12. Then every single one's going to matter. And again, we'll have every single game right here on 95.7 The Game as it pertains to the Golden State Warriors, their schedule. They are at the Atlanta Hawks tomorrow, so we'll dive into that again. That will be tomorrow. You got Grizzlies. Where is Ja? Well, Ja is back. Well, but not that... Just not quite back for that game. The Grizzlies superstar, Ja Morant, was reinstated into the league. Had to serve a eight-game suspension, but that was retroactive to when he took leave, so he only has to serve uh, a two-game suspension now. He's already s- served six since his absence. He's been out for those six games, so he will miss the Spurs game tomorrow and again, unfortunately, I'll miss the Warriors game on Saturday. Not unfortunately, if you're a Warriors fan, I'll take all the help you can get at this point on the road. But he will be back Monday against the Memphis Grizzlies. So John Morant slated to come back Monday against the Memphis Grizzlies. Eight-game suspension, already served six, and got two more to go. 888-957-9570. Draymond Green! Another technical foul. And that was one too many, and he is slated to be suspended for their next game against the Atlanta Hawks. Here's a Draymond, 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 not quite Raymond, shout out Ray Ray, my brother, if you're listening, buddy. Love you, man. Draymond asked if he thinks the tech will be rescinded.
1: Yeah, I expect
0: something to change. I got one tech this year because a rough yelled at me, and I said if I yell at you, I'm going to get it fined. I got a tech for it. So um, I think something will change because if that's a tech, man yeah, every word you say on the court is a tech. So we'll see.
5: Was it Draymond just a week ago uh, after the whole Dylan Brooks thing where he was like, I'll get a tech when I want to get a tech? Right? He said that on his pod. Am I, am I tripping? No, he said that. I will get a tech when I want to get a tech. Well, you got one last night, Draymond. I thought he deserved it. I don't know if that one will be rescinded. I don't think it should be. And he's been flirting with danger a lot. And the league does give him a leeway. They know that where he is at in his tech count. Don't get it twisted. All these refs know. They understand. But you know what? You can't be getting suspended for any of these games. You just cannot be. And I understand you're asking a player that lives on that fine line to just tone it back in it. You can't. Draymond will never do that. Steve Kerr said as much. But whew, that hurts. If he is out and they do not rescind it, going up against the Hawks, I know the Hawks aren't great, But Draymond on the defensive end means so much. And on the offensive end, playmaking, all that sort of stuff. But on the defensive end specifically, losing a guy like that when all these games are so crucial to avoid the playing game, it's just unacceptable. It's unacceptable, quite honestly. I know we love Draymond, but from what he has done at the beginning of the year, hell, before the year even started with the punch, all that sort of stuff... And he's played his ass off this season. He's played his ass off. And they need to continue to have him to play his ass off. They need him in these games. And if you're getting texts and you're getting suspended, ugh. It just sucks, doesn't it? Because you love to hate the guy, you hate to love him, all that sort of stuff if you're a Golden State Warriors fan as it pertains to Draymond Green. But this is the stuff you got to live with, I guess. This is the stuff you got to live with. Here's Draymond talking about Kawhi looking like Kawhi Leonard again last night.
0: Yeah, you just seeing him constantly, you know, getting closer and closer back to Kawhi. I think he's there now. But uh, you know, if you watched earlier in the season, kind of timid a little bit, you know, picking and choosing his spot on when to go, the explosive who wasn't quite there. You know, maybe the last 20, 25 games, he's really looking like, you know, the Kawhi that we all grew to know.
5: He looked like the Kawhi we all grew to know. That's absolutely right. The claw. And he hasn't looked like the Claw at all with the Clippers, really, other than that bubble run in which they blew all those double-digit halftime leads against the Denver Nuggets and Nikola Jokic and everyone found out about Jamal Murray in that run. We haven't really seen the best of Kawhi. Well, saw it last night, it felt like, on both ends of the floor. Talking about whether or not that was an encouraging or discouraging loss for the Golden State Warriors, what say you on the YouTube chat? Chris LeClerc, thank you for chiming in. It was neither. It was a road game, and they lost. Nothing new. Same team they've been all year. Fair enough. Good morning, El Guero. Appreciate you chiming in. Shout out the Champions League. Yeah, shout out the Champions League. Shout out my guy, Christian Pulisic. Of course, when he comes back, you know, they start winning the Champions League. It's just is what it is for the American. Always pulling for Chelsea and my American players. Shout out Derwin Gaston. No one eats like Gaston. Drinks like Gaston. Eats roast beef like Gaston. Shout out. Beauty and the Beast, for those that don't know. Derwin, it was discouraging. We are still dying on the small ball hill, and we still think Curry playing hero ball is going to win games. I get where you're coming from, Derwin. I do. I absolutely do. If anyone else steps up, uh, and um, Jordan Poole, 19 points, he was the guy that stepped up a little bit off the bench, but of the starters, he needed someone else. 15 points wasn't going to get it done from Clay Thompson last night. Not when Kawhi Leonard and Paul George are both combining for 50 of their own. Zubots 19. Westbrook, 15. And then you had Eric Gordon off the bench, dropping 16. And Terrence Mann, 17. So they had contributions from everyone. Warriors was pretty much just Steph, Poole, and eh, eh, DiVincenzo, 10, Clay 15. So yes, to your point, Derwin, at hero ball is not going to work. Not when no one else is scoring. That's just not going to happen. Although it was fun to watch. It was fun. And it feels like Stephen Curry is trying to put this team on this back because he can feel this urgency. He can feel the season, you know, slipping in one way or the other. You can shoot up or you can go crashing down. It's kind of in that fine balance right now as it stands with the Golden State Warriors. They're 36 and 34. Just look at that conference. The Clippers, they're a game above you right now. They're at the fifth seed. Warriors are just hanging on right now to that six. They got a lot of help yesterday. Lakers taking a bad L to the Houston Rockets, and I'll get into that. I want to get into load management wise. that's a crock of S. You know what the word I want to say, but God. Load management's gone too far, folks. It's gone too far, but I'll explain that on the other side. 888-957-9570, 888 925. I mean, there's no much... Margin for error at this point, hard to find a bright spot in a loss. I get that too. I get that too. Again, once more from Steve Kerr and asked how he felt about the game and how he wasn't super discouraged by what the guys showed last night.
2: I'm actually not frustrated. I loved our effort. Our guys were connected, came out and battled. I thought the Clippers played a great game. 30 assists and seven turnovers. Shot the lights out from three, you know, made 16 threes. Their offensive rebounding was a huge factor in the game, but that's especially with our roster the way it is,
1: right?
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
2: now with missing a lot of key guys were vulnerable on the glass so i just thought the clippers played a great game i love the way our guys played they hung in there steph was just
5: sublime that was incredible to watch him play tonight it was a great game we just came up short he was sublime he doesn't practice santeria he doesn't got no crystal ball shout out the real sublime here's more from steve kerr on the vibe of the team and the guys having continuity going forward
2: I think the vibe is really positive. Our guys like each other. They like playing together. We have a lot of continuity within the group. We're defending NBA champions. There's a lot to be excited about and a lot to look forward to. We're right in the thick of everything in the playoff race, and we're hoping to get some guys healthy and you know, be stronger physically and health-wise going into the playoffs, but the vibe's good.
5: Are the vibes good? Let's say you, eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero. Hit me up on YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, at Spadoni underscore Joe. You feel like the vibes are good right now? It feels like Steph, I know, I can see it on his face. He's carrying the weight of the world on his shoulders right now as it pertains to the Golden State Warriors on offense. And as Steph goes, generally the Warriors go, but it goes back to strength and numbers. That's what won them last year. And I get it, the Andrew Wiggins absence, that hurts tremendously. And we're going to hear from Bob Myers on the other side as it pertains to Andrew Wiggins. He'll give an update on that. We'll have more on this game, 888-957-9570. Are you more encouraged or discouraged by that loss last night to the Los Angeles Clippers? 888-957-9570. This is the pregame show. Joe Spadoni, come on back. 95.7 The
4: Game. Now, back to the pregame show on 95.7 The Game.
5: Feel good. ink on the pregame show, Joe Spadoni. Not feeling great, though, if you're a Warriors fan after that loss to the Los Angeles Clippers last night. 888-957-9570. Warriors take another road L. 134-126. 7-27 on the road. 7-27 on the road. God. They're the defending champs, so I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt, but somehow, My goodness. It's... Any other team I'm saying there's no chance they're winning the title. None chance. I gotta call this early on the pregame show. I gotta to go to it immediately before he drops. Gary in Vallejo wants to talk some dubs and some Western conference yesterday. Gary, what's up, man?
2: Hey, good morning. Sorry about
0: the early call, but uh no, I love man, it. You're, you nailed you nailed it on the head. What a disappointing day it already starts off with. The Warriors losing, and then, I mean, just as a basketball fan, you you keep your eye out on uh, these California teams like the Lakers or, you know, the Kings. The Kings won, which was fine, but it was so frustrating as a fan yesterday to watch teams that are saying, like, there's a sense of urgency. we got to win these games now. And you got Curry playing out of his mind, and no one's backing him up, and Dre's getting these texts. And, I mean... Even more frustrating before that was the Laker game where load management for what? Oh. What happened to you're trying to push for the playoffs and AD's not hurt. So oh. what
5: do you, what's the what's the city? I'm about? so happy you brought this up, Gary. Thank you for calling. I appreciate you calling in from Vallejo. Load load management has gone way too far. It's it's a it's a joke and it's a disgrace that Anthony Davis The best player. He's been playing out of his mind. He's been playing MVP-type basketball for the Los Angeles Lakers in LeBron's absence as he's recovering from a foot injury. He's been putting the team on his back. And they are in a position right now, as it pertains to the Los Angeles Lakers, they are 34-36, and clinging to the 10 spot, clinging to a play-in game. And they've been playing so well. And they are going up against the lowly Houston Rockets. And the Los Angeles Lakers management had the gall to say, you know what? It's a back-to-back You know, let's rest him. He's not playing on back-to-backs yet. Then when is he ever going to play? It's now or never for these teams. And we're getting load management with 12 games left in the season? Are you kidding me? I don't care if it's against the Houston Rockets, the worst team in the league. I don't care if it's against the Detroit Pistons or against the San Antonio Spurs. Star players need to play. And even on back-to-backs, that needs to happen. You want to put him in bubble wrap? Great. That loss last night could have cost you a chance to go to the playoffs. This could have been the last ride for LeBron and AD. Who knows? That lo- that loss last night could have been it. And for what? So AD doesn't hurt his toe? People get hurt all the time, people. That happens. I'm sure if any of you were watching the World Baseball Classic, it was Edwin Diaz got hurt last night in a kind of a freak accident. Hurt his ankle. That sucks. Things, things happen. Gavin Lux in the preseason. He hurt himself. Out for the year. These things happen. People get hurt on every single day. And we're going to start bubble wrapping on the back end of back-to-back with 12 games to go in a season when you are fighting for your life? For a play-in spot? Not even a playoff, just the play-ins? It's a joke. Fans deserve better. And it's just been... I know the NBA is kind of ramped up here and it's been fun to watch. It was a fun game last night as it pertains to the Warriors and Clippers. It's been fun after the All-Star break, but stuff like that it, it pisses me off, honestly. As a fan of the product and of the game, when I'm not seeing Anthony Davis, guys like that going up in a back-to-back, being that cautious, trying to make the playoffs. Isn't the whole point to win? And I would like to see some more pushback from the star player and maybe that's unfair. Maybe I'm maybe AD's tried, maybe he's tried to talk to management and stuff like that and talk to Darvin Ham, all that sort of stuff, and it's just out of all their control, but ugh, it's just one of the really sickening parts of the NBA that 10 years ago, hell, 12 years ago, not even batting an eye, that 80's probably playing this game now, is what it is, I guess, is what it is, 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. talking Warriors, their loss to the Los Angeles Clippers, hit me up on YouTube, Twitch, wherever you're at. NBA 876 on the YouTube chat, chiming in. Wiggins needs to come back now. Well, Bob Myers, the president of basketball operations for the Golden State Warriors, joined Steiny and Guru yesterday for the executive executive show, brought to you by Yellow Sack. As he does every other week, him and Zaza alternate, and it was Bob Myers yesterday, and he had nothing new to report on Andrew Wiggins.
0: Nothing different than before, but same answer, unfortunately. Okay. I get why you got to ask. I get why the fans... Are interested. There's nothing wrong with that, but um, we got to respect him and his life and his privacy, just like I would respect yours. But that doesn't mean people have to like that answer. But, but in our opinion, it's the right answer. Uh, Certainly, I'm sure he wants to be here. We want him here. But beyond that, I can't help shed light because if I was in the situation he's in, I and I asked people to keep it private, I hope they would. So just honoring that, respecting that, gotcha. nothing really new. I shared last time that it wasn't the plan that he wouldn't be back. I know some people have reported that. I haven't heard anything along the lines of he's not coming back. There's speculation on that, but I haven't been told, hey, look, I'm not coming back. Nobody said that to me.
5: Uh, the speculation that he is referring to Bob Myers, that is, is in regards to a uh, Colin Coward. I think on his show, The Herd, talking to Nick Wright, he's like, "From people told me, I, he's not coming back this year." So that was his Colin Coward, that sort of speculation out there. But you heard it from Bob Myers, president of basketball operations for the Golden State Warriors. He said it himself. He doesn't know. Uh, we'll see. Basically, we'll see. And I know it's frustrating for fans. I know it's frustrating, but. Just got to see where it goes. I'm under, again, I am acting like he is not coming back the way I discussed my Warriors takes on the show. I am, and if I'm a teammate, that's all you can do. It's like, hey, if he comes back, great. If not, it is what it is. Like, that's how the mindset has to be for all these players right now. Sam Lubman in the back. Appreciate you, buddy. I know it was a tough ride coming in. So Sam Lubman, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Joe Shasky said he's got another caller for me. Oh, man. Joe Shasky, ladies and gentlemen, is working the board right now. And we got line two. I'm going to you right now. Line two. What do you got? Pre-game show, Joe Spadoni.
2: Hey, it's, uh, I just wanted to talk about how I think the Warriors' lack of size is really catching up with them. they just wasted a 50-piece
4: masterpiece from Steph last night. And I don't know what it's going to take to get us through, even if through the home season, at this point. Um I'm not going to say we're
2: done yet until I see everybody on the roster play, uh, minus Wiggins, because we don't know if he's going to come back. And then my second thing with this whole load management is Anthony Davis. Honestly, I don't even know if it's really that bad for the Lakers because everything is so close. It's like two, two games within each other. That's enough to, right now, I mean, we just dropped from the fifth to the sixth. That's enough games left for them to possibly even, you know, get it.
5: To a higher team. Yep, great call. Thanks for chiming in, man. Appreciate you chiming in. I appreciate it. Hey, Shasky's just got the magic. Talk. T- two calls, two calls this early in the morning, and Joe Shasky's joining me on the other side. He's gonna be fired up, way more fired up than the Clippers are. Last night after that one, Clippers needed that one. It felt like they were circling this game, and we were talking about it earlier. It felt like they were circling this game after that horrible loss they had against the Stephen Curryless Golden State Warriors a few weeks ago when it was at Chase Center and. We were all coming in fired up. There was a 5-0 homestand. We were like, oh man, Warriors, they're winning it all. I'm not even worried at this point. And then then they go on a losing streak, and then it's like, oh boy. And then they won two in a row, and then they lost this one. So it's just Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde all season with this team. 888-957-9570. As the caller was pointing out, the lack of size, it was hurting. You saw Zubats on the board. You saw Hell, Russell Westbrook getting a lot of 2nd chance points for the Clippers last night, and it was just, it felt like they wanted it more. That's just what I saw. I felt like the energy level from a lot of the Clippers players was higher than it was for the Warriors players at times. I saw a lot of sulking at times, but Stephen Curry, man, putting the team on his back once again. What more can you ask that guy? Oh my God, I got another call. Let's go to Dale before the break here. Dale. Oh, nope, not that one, Joe. All right, try again. Oh, no, you think he dropped him. Oh, boy. Oh, no. You know, I gassed him up this much, folks. Joe Shasky running the board for me this early in the morning. I gassed him up, and he let me down. That was a Jonathan Kaminga performance. I got to be Steve Kerr. I got to pull you to the side right now. I totally screwed that I gotta up. I got to pull you to the side. That's, that's two quick fouls. He's on the bench. We got... Joe Shasky, that voice you just heard coming tonight. I just can't play with veterans. You can't. You can't. And that's okay. I mean, maybe we'll trade you to Detroit. 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. This is the pregame show. Joe Spinoni. more Clippers, Warriors talk on the other side, 95.7 The Game.
4: Now, back to the pregame show on 95.7
3: The Game.
5: Welcome back. Pre game show. Joe Spadoni, 95 7 the game. Got one more segment here for you before tossing over to Fonte Hill. And this guy is joining right now. Joe Shasky of the Morning Roast for the cross jover right now. Joe, tough loss last night. Um, Stephen been so amazing. But it feels like this is the second time in the last couple weeks they've, quote unquote, the Warriors that is, wasted a Steph Curry performance. That 40 point PC out against the OKC Thunder. And then last night. And it feels for whatever reason Steph could cook the Clippers in LA. It's against the Lakers at that arena he doesn't really do well, but last night no problem, 50 points, but again another road loss. It's just <sighs> It's frustrating. I think that's where a lot of Warrior
4: fans are at. It's just frustrating. It's like you're you're waiting for someone else to meet Steph halfway in a game like that last night. It, it felt like he was going one on five. I'm not, not mad at Steph at all. I'm saying like it just felt like no one else was stepping up. Divincenzo a little, you know. Um, not that guys weren't giving effort. It's like we see the execution and yeah. the Draymond situation getting the technical. That doesn't help. <laughs> that's certainly not going to help. And I'm already seeing people. They got to rescind it. I mean, if you watch the whole game, Draymond was screaming at referees. He had one; he didn't even catch the ball properly, and he was going up for a layup, and the ball went flying out. And whether he got fouled or not, he was screaming for yeah. a foul before the ball even hit his hand. That's
5: not one they're going to rescind. I don't think. I, like I, he's talking about after game, like he feels like they're going to. I was like, the pool one was easy that they rescinded this yes. past week because it was just a little like bounce pass, and mm-hmm. it's like what I wasn't trying to be malicious or yeah. anything like that or cute. That one was an easy one, but yeah, last night. And he's been flirting with it, and it's—we'll get the sound. Well, I'm sure we'll play it in the morning roast of Steve Kerr last week saying he's like Draymond knows where he's at. Like I'm not—I don't have to talk to him. Well, he knows that to walk that fine line, and he knows that he, we can't lose him for any of these games. Well, you just lost him probably I mean, for Friday night and tomorrow against the Atlanta Hawks. And he comes
4: out, and everyone's like, "See, yeah, Draymond." He says, uh, "You know, <laughs> I get text when oh. I want to get text." It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. And I, I said it in real time. Everyone's like, "You're just a Draymond hater." It's like, no, the guy has shown a pattern of not being able to control his emotions, and that's just who he is. Like, it, you have to either accept it or you don't. And I, I, a game like last night, it was frustrating. Morris, brother, and Russ baited him in. Speaking of Russ, I thought Russ did a great job rebounding yesterday.
5: Oh yeah, on the, and, and, on the glass, and finding yeah. open
4: guys. He hit a three in the corner <laughs> and did like some like three. I don't even know what it was. Celebration thing? And I just started laughing. I was like, Russ, I will give you that three the rest of the game. And then he
5: hits it off the backboard or something and clanks off the side of that. Like, he's just... I'm, I'm so happy not to have to watch Russell Westbrook. He was good last the, night, though. He was. That's great. That's great. He was good last night. I would like to see come playoff time how they actually trust him in crucial moments down point. the stretch. I don't... Again, I just... Ultimately, I don't think you can trust... Russell Westbrook in the closing moments of a playoff game but we'll see if the Clippers do so uh, another big thing last night Kawhi Leonard and he I'll give him we'll give him his flowers phenomenal. because you know what he looked old he looked washed up last time the Warriors played the Clippers at Chase Center and we we kind of crushed him but you know what last night that looked like the Kawhi. Bowl. if the Clippers get that Kawhi Leonard that we saw last night yeah they could compete for a Western Conference title
4: so he was brilliant last night we're talking about uh a total about face from what he looked like oh, in the last oh, time yes. he played. Defensively, he's face guarding Steph Curry, uh, even though Steph was going oh, off
5: at times. But he, he's, the, the, real quick, the shot that Steph had, at the close like and it was huge. Uh, closing moments of the third quarter, where he just Bon Jovi living ridiculous. on a prayer there, flipping it up, and then he can go back to that cute little step back kind of Harden esque three that he. I was like, oh my god, I. I would love to hate watch this guy, but he's just so freaking good. I have so much respect and admiration for what he does. He's amazing. It's got to be maddening if you're a fan of any of these other teams. We've been talking for the last decade. Go ahead. Sorry. No, he played like a man possessed. It's just ridiculous some of the shots he was making. But
4: again, like uh, I think this is where um, you know. The last time they played the Clippers, it felt like Kawhi wasn't engaged. Um, and I didn't know if maybe, hey, is he washed defensively? No, no, no. It's He's picking and choosing his spots. Because last night, he looked amazing. He hit a couple of threes in guys' faces offensively, which we know the offense is there. The, the big thing that he gets away with that frustrates me, and it's it's when you're playing the Clippers, it's the little shoulder lean-in with the right arm extension or the left arm extension, and he gets away with it left and right, and then they call it on Kaminga, they call it on Jimmy. I, it was a poorly officiated game across the board. There's I, there's no other way to, to deny it. Say
5: that it. for the 50th time this year. It's,
4: Bonte's been on this all year. Like, the yeah. level of... So, for example, Terrence Mann barely gets blown on by whatever, Jermichael Green or somebody from behind. They call a foul. On the prior possession, the prior possession, Steph is falling on the ground after being damn near tackled as he's throwing up a prayer, and you don't call a foul? Consecutive possessions and there's an inconsistency of the whistle. That That's the biggest problem with the NBA right now is the inconsistencies from possession to possession. We're not even talking like first to fourth quarter. I'm talking literally three straight possessions. Guy gets hammered, no call. Guy gets hammered, call. Guy gets hammered, no call. What?
5: Yeah. Just be consistent on both sides. That's all, that's all you ask. But it's just increasingly becoming more and more of a problem this season. And it's going to become under a microscope. And again, usually that gets tightened up come playoff time. They don't make as many of those calls on both sides. But we'll wait to see on that because we've seen in the past crucial calls get made one way or the other come playoff time. Uh, Andrew Wiggins. I know this is a big story point. It's big, It's all over social media, all this sort of stuff. The Andrew Wiggins factor. Bob Myers talked about it yesterday. We get it. He's not coming back this season. Gary Payton is probably going to have to fill some type of role, mm-hmm. like when he. If I, I'm under the assumption that Andrew Wiggins is, isn't coming back, I am under that assumption. I think Warriors players have to play like that. Like the, he's not coming back, they have to put that in so, their minds. Like they have to think, like, okay, well, if Wiggins is on the floor, who could step up in this place? And Divincenzo, you know what? To his credit, yeah, he's, he's small. He's small. That's the thing. Kaminga, I am looking at Jonathan Kaminga. Yeah. I thought he played well at times last night. Well,
4: this is the thing. This is and, the and I think
5: people were crushing him because I, he didn't have any rebounds. He had zero rebounds. Yeah, because you know what? He was on the perimeter. He's guarding he was tra- Kawhi he's, Leonard. He's guarding one of the greatest players of all time in Kawhi Leonard. The legend killer. Yes. Uh, and he was doing a pretty
4: good he, job at he times. Was doing a good, he was making him work. Yes. Which is all you can ask for. <laughs> uh, but, like, that's the problem. Like, where they're at. Like, okay, so this is – we're, we're, we're going to zoom out a little. Like – Everyone, you know, Wiggins deserves his privacy. Okay, like I, we all agree there. Like n- we don't need any explanations yes. and blah blah. blah. We're, we're all in, in agreement there. Can we talk about his absence affecting the roster? Yes. Like is that? Are we allowed to talk about I, that? I would hope so. Because right now the way the way they're set up, if Kaminga is going to have to fill the void uh, of Wiggins. Now you have him on the perimeter as opposed to being a post-defender, which I'm fine with, which is great. But you can't have it both ways. You cannot rip Jonathan Kaminga for not getting any rebounds and then say, go guard that guy out on the perimeter 45 feet away from the basket and face guard him the entire time. Well, if I'm face guarding the guy the entire time, like I need the others to step up and clean up some of these rebounds. But they don't have any others. And then offensively, this is where it gets clunky, you cannot have Kavon Looney, Draymond Green, and Kaminga on the court simultaneously. It, it it's clunky. You throw Michael Green, Kaminga, and Draymond Green out there. Kind of clunky. Like, I don't know, man. And and I like JMG. They, they're just right now not having Wiggins really. Hurts, their versatility, their length, their size, and their multiplicity at lineups that they could throw on a Kawhi Leonard. Like, I like JP2 on Kawhi Leonard for some possessions. Yeah. Then you mix it up with Kaminga. Yes. Then you mix it up with, with, with Wiggins. But you don't have that luxury. Right no. now, it's just Kaminga. Who else? Who else? And then DiVincenzo was trying really hard. <laughs> but like, DiVincenzo is physically yeah. small. yes, And it's hard. Yes. So I,
5: He's a try-hard guy on I'm, the defense. I'm, yeah. I'm
4: frustrated. And I, yep. I
5: think a lot of Warrior fans are. Well, it's more and more like these losses. Again, there's only 12 games left in the regular season now. These losses are going to be magnified 10 times what they normally would have been earlier on in the season. Because there's 7-27 and on the road. And we can talk about that 50-piece from Stephen Curry all we want. Fact of the matter is it's another road loss at the end of the day. And it's super frustrating when you get a historic performance like you had last night with Steph and it just kind of feels wasted. Dale in South San Francisco wants to join us here on the pregame show. Dale, what's up, man? I heard Joe Shasky was screening you. What's up, man? <laughs> Good morning, y'all. Thanks for taking my call. How are you, guys? Super. What you got? Hey, I, I just got a few things in going on for the team. I think uh, Coach Carter just needs to rotate them in exact
2: minutes. You know what I mean? And then when it comes to second half and he decide which one who wants to win it, they will take it. You know what I mean?
5: Yeah, yeah. Thanks for the call, Dale. Appreciate you uh, chiming in this morning on the pregame show.
4: So the six five zero. This is I, we get this all the time. Either Joe, you're a hater. It's like, well, okay, wait a minute. I, I can't be a fanboy and a hater simultaneously, but yet somehow I am. You get this from the six five zero. You guys were in love with Draymond last week after the great podcast disc that he dropped. Now you're fed up with the game. This is this is the relationship status with Draymond yes, Green. Yes, we talked about it it's, last
5: yeah, no, we literally talked about this last week when he got punked yeah. in Memphis against Dylan Brooks. I'm sorry, I guess the Mr. Grizzlies, they got punked. But but, but this is yes, part it's of this is a love-hate relationship. Exactly. Exactly. Like And we're gonna crush him when he and uh, when he doesn't play well and we'll praise him when he does. And he brings it on himself? Yes. Yesterday,
4: like I'm telling you, like, look, the the Morris baited him into that, that that whole situation. That was actually really smart. Yes. If, if you're looking at it from a clipper's perspective. But like He just, he has to understand he's already on thin ice and he's constantly railing the officials. So, any extra shenanigans, like, and I don't even file that under shenanigans. I mean, any extracurricular stuff, they're going to be looking for you because they want to tee you up. Ref 77 was terrible last night. Yeah. Terrible! I just the ref. 77. That time. was hilarious. No, I I, just, <laughs> I don't know the name either. It's I'm ref so sick of all these refs. Like that's the one thing I, I I I underestimated. And Bonte's been on it all year. These referees are horrific. It like horrific.
5: Yeah, it's not good. No cap. 757 on the YouTube. And chat. that's not why they lost. No, I'm, no, no. I'm,
4: but but it, it's hard to watch these games because like third quarter, it was a free throw fest for the Clippers, and the Warriors can't get one
5: free throw attempt. It's it was that that was the difference in the game the, the the well it felt like a lot too the Clippers were attacking the paint and stuff like that but that but again that goes to size all this sort of stuff but when you do see a free throw discrepancy that big it does lead you to believe listen we could have gotten a little more, few more calls but nobody's nobody's saying like one team does hack okay I get it but like.
4: If you're going to call contact on one side that is so minute, you have to call the more egregious call on the other side of the court. Like literally, my my argument to the NBA would be consecutive possessions aren't even officiated. Correctly.
5: You know who is a master? You know who is a master at this when it comes to the referees and the calls? Phil Jackson after all Oh, the I game. thought you were gonna say Dan Dibley. Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, so, no, not Dan Dibley here. court. Um, I love Dan,
5: but
4: don't go there. I think there.
5: it was uh Steve Kerr joining them today, I believe. No, but dibs. I, There's but, a
4: part of me that wants to see Steve Kerr, just go out and get the fine. Like th- this is what your job is, is you would, have to politic Phil in would between it all games. The time.
5: Phil would do it all the time and, and Steve Kerr knows totally Phil more than uh more than anybody. Uh no cap seven five seven on the UT chat. This team just doesn't have enough. The front office has failed Steph. Ballmer said, screw it. We're going to play for a chip this year with the squad he has. Uh, uh, okay. I don't, um, I don't understand. I don't, know, I don't understand how the front office has failed Steph, no cap, 757. Seven. Uh, they just won a title last year. They're paying a historic they're, amount they're, of they're, luxury tax. They're paying an historic amount. Everyone coming into this season was talking about how the 2 timeline thing was absolutely going to work. You just want a chip, and now you got young guys. Like a Jordan Poole locked up. You got James Wise, and we're going to see what that. So, coming into the season, no, everyone was happy, everyone was on board with what was happening. We, no one can foresee what's going on with Andrew Wiggins last night. Let's not act like that's a huge gaping hole in this lineup they're right now.
4: They're missing $34 million of production. Yes. On both ends.
5: Uh, they're missing the guy who was the second best player for the Warriors in the playoffs last year. It,
4: like, it, that's what the rat on the table is right there. Well, the <laughs> same was said when they did, didn't make the play-in game or they didn't win the play-in game. It was like, hey, they're missing Steph Curry. Like that yes. was. I mean, Klay uh, Thompson. Clay Thompson. That was yeah. baked in to mm-hmm. what happened that year. Yeah. It, it's it's not an excuse. It's literally the it's explanation fact. fact. that, that factors in. The last thing. Yes. All these people ripping the timeline and this and that. I think the microcosm of Andre Iguodala is an example of, like, the veterans are all old. Like, I, you, we have to acknowledge that, like, look at what they did. They tried to, like, rest Andre Iguodala all year. He plays for, like, a second and breaks his wrist. It's unfortunate, but, like, that's what happens with these older players.
5: No, totally. No, you're absolutely right. I am scrolling. It stinks. I'm scrolling through my chat right now, finding out which uh, guests you have, but I can't find it because there is so much Here's stuff. the guest. Here's... You, the audience. There you go. We that's... want to talk to you today. That's Joe Shasky. Uh, Anthony Slater, eight o'clock. Slater, oh Slater, Slate. dude, he's he's low key becoming the Kings guy now. You guys better watch out. You, Does he you have might an a, angry nerve? Hey, like the beam, baby. Do light it again last beam. night. Uh, that's Joe Schatz, King Envy. He's, I'm <laughs> just sick of them. <laughs> he's coming up next with Bonte Hill Morning Roast. This was the pre-game show, Joe Spinoni, ninety-five seven. The game.
3: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours